Check keys on to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the 49ers versus Los Angeles Rams game preview show. It's going to be a Monday night showdown, Alex. 49ers don't have a chance, according to most pundits. No, no chance. But I wonder if we think that. Hmm. Good question. Good question. Hit the graphic. That is a solid question, my guy. It truly is. It's a, it's a great question. It's a wonderful question. Do the 49ers have a chance in this football game? Personally, I think it's a silly question, right? Because any team, any given Sunday, any time has a chance to, to win a football game. That's, that's just nonsense. It's the game. It's the way it's supposed to be. So we'll dive into this a little bit more. But make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We have preview shows every week. You don't want to miss those. And we have a live stream just after this that you're not going to want to miss. You're going to want to be a part of that. It's a lot of fun. We have a good time around here. And uh, and they definitely don't want to miss the Friday Frenzy, which has everything they need from Madden Simulations to getting to know your opponent with some Ultimate 22 film this week. Um, Jay in the Bay, what's good? He's going to let you know some five big things that the 49ers need to do against the Rams if they want to come out with a big win. And, uh, you know, daily news updates. From, I mean, we got it all here. We got it. We got it all. But And it, it starts with execution with this team and, and them getting off on the right foot. Um, what can the 49ers do to get a big fat win in this game this week, Monday night against the Rams? I think one of the key things is, is they just got to be able to execute a little bit better. Um, we see key situations where things happen that don't go their way, you know, whether it's the George Kittle fumble, the Brian Nuke fumble, which are easy to point out. Um, but there's also little things, you know, like, you know, one guy getting moved off his spot so Nick Bosa can't collapse it down enough and then finding a crease to get a big gain or, you know, a guy not able to get a guy to the ground, you know, on third and one or fourth and one. Um, and they get, you know, one and a half. Those little things right now are the things that are going against the 49ers. And they're pivotal. If you clean them up, you, you have them go the other way. It changes the game because momentum in football is a real thing. And all of a sudden, if you get off the field on a third and a third down, next thing you know, you're turning it into points. Um, and then and then the game changes and the momentum changes because the way that you call plays on offense and defense are predicated by the situation that you're going in, um, down, distance, you know, whether you're winning or losing, um, what quarter it is, it all plays into it. And so all these factors change by every single play and everything that happens in that play. It's not cookie cutter. Um, everything is is very fluid and everything changes. And the Fortnite's got to make sure that they change a little bit of things and fix a little bit of things. And if they do, they're going to have the opportunity to win games because this isn't a talent issue. You look at the 49ers roster, and they are as talented as all the teams that they play, if not more talented. Right now, the problem is that talent is not living up to expectation by executing play in and play out. That can change. And if it does change, they have an opportunity to beat any football team in this league because absolutely none of them have proven that they are unbeatable. And especially the Rams, for one, have not proven that they are unbeatable because they have laid a couple of eggs against teams they probably should have defeated. And they and we've seen this with Arizona. We've seen this with Green Bay. Opportunities where the 49ers could have won football games so they can play with the top teams that are in the NFC. They truly can. Um, you know, we're not saying it's going to be easy, that it's no. a, a shoo-in, that this is uh, something that is going to happen, but it can happen. Uh, it definitely can. 49ers, we've been saying this all year. It feels like they're a few plays away. And after watching the old 22 film this week, that's what it is. It's a few plays. 
um, first downs where guys are getting wrapped up at the line of scrimmage and then getting carried two or three additional yards. And instead of it being second and nine, second and ten, second and eight, second and seven, you take it. I would have taken those more times than we saw second and five after getting drugged three yards after wrapping a guy up near the line of scrimmage. Those things can get cleaned up. Um, you know, guys being able to fill their spots a little bit better, a little bit quicker, being a little more decisive. Um, you know, Talanoa Fuanga had some had some moments, had some struggles where he read things late, got into the wrong spot. Um, third and two, where he tackles the guy um, in front of the sticks or has an opportunity to tackle the guy in front of the sticks, doesn't wrap up. The guy bounces off the tackle, gets the first down. I mean, there, there are plenty of plenty of plays, right? There's there's a handful of plays that can change your fortunes for your team. We've been saying this now, and they consistently haven't done it. But here's the thing. This is the second half of the season now, right? You've played, you're through, you know, your first nine weeks of the season. You're at week 10 now. There's 18 weeks on the season, 17 games to play. You have nine left on the docket. You've played eight. It's zero and zero now. That's the message that has to go to this team the rest of the week, right? You're zero and zero. You're one game out of playoffs. It's time. It's time to flip the script. It's time to turn over a new leaf. It's time to turn the page on what has been this 2021 season. And as you so eloquently put it earlier today, right, in our in our daily video, it's 2021 part two. This is the part two of the 2021 season. This is the portion that matters the most. And everyone can step up and play their part. Aziz Alshair can be better on run fits, right? Your interior guys can take string Kevin Givens. They can not get blown up so much at times and, and get themselves into better positioning and and, and you know, add things to the table. You're going to have Charles Amenahue now that you're going to be able to add to this front to see what he can do. Hopefully the addition of Dre Greenlaw into the mix will help with those run fits and help get Aziz Alshair off the fields on certain situations and put him on the field in positions where he can be even more effective than he's been so far this season. Fred Warner, that eases the tension as well. Having Dre Greenlaw back, he's able to hopefully operate at an even better level because, yeah, uh, you know, you had retweeted a tweet from Rich Madrid on Twitter about how the uh, the talks of Fred Warner's decline are over-exaggerated. And it's like, wow, like, yeah, 100%. We've been saying this, and Rich Madrid's saying this, and oh my gosh, this is not, you know, this is a guy that usually the two of us don't don't agree with a lot of his takes. No. But in this one, he's being reasonable and honest, um, and he's not wrong. The The conversations surrounding Fred Fred Warner and Nick Bosa have been drastically overstated um, to, a, to a crazy degree and crazy length. These guys are making plays all over the place, um, and they're doing it whether we're, close and tight in a game or down late like we are against Arizona. Um, you know, there's no quit in this team. There's just nothing but fight. They fight. They fight. They fight. They fight. They don't want to be in this position that they're in. They are here, though. And it's time to take a look in the mirror, re recognize the hole you've dug yourself so far, and realize that no matter how big of a hole you've dug, there are some other teams in the NFC that have dug just as big of a hole, if not bigger. Yeah, my message would be there's no hole. Um, I would look up and I would see that, hey, you're one game out of playoffs. There's no hole. Let, let's not let, let's let's forget what happened. Nothing happened. Let's go out with this roster as constituted. There's no excuses, um, and we're gonna go out there and win. And we still believe we're good enough to win football games. Uh, there's no reason to look back. I mean, there's no. really no look forward and approach it from here. We need to get better every single day. We need to better get better on every single play. But stop trying to win football games with every single play. Let it come one, to you. One play at a time. Yeah, let it come to you, and and then operate within that. Don't try to do too much. Don't get too you know into it you see guys kind of getting a little hyped on it like everything that happened before doesn't matter all, all that matters now is the games that are in front of us and if we let what happened in the past affect us now then we're going to fall into it but that's the only way you get out of these holes so um they need to go ahead and they need to do that. they need to take care of business 
And there's going to be some interesting matchups in this game that the, the 49ers are going to have to win and operate in. And, um, you know, my offensive key matchup is the 49ers against keeping it clean, Alex, <laughs> against Mr. Clean. Um, I, want to, I want it to be so fresh and so clean for the 49ers I like because it. I want them to get out there and play a clean game. That's the key on offense is don't put, the, you know, don't put the ball on the ground, don't have turnovers, Jimmy Garoppolo, don't throw interceptions, but also clean up as much of the missed blocks as you can. Don't have penalties. All those things are going to play into it. And if the 49ers do that, they have an opportunity to win. Um, but it, it's going to take a, a good effort, a perfect effort, as, you know, De La Salle used to always say. Um, it's it's going to take that sort of effort for the 49ers to be able to beat the Rams because the band, Rams are a very formidable team. They have a lot of really great players, but they're not unbeatable. The Titans just went in there and beat them. Um, Ryan Tannehill and did, did that without Derrick Henry. So uh, uh, imagine that, that there's the Rams can still be defeated. There's a... Yeah, there's a chink in the armor. And usually Kyle Shanahan knows what's going on. Um, but the 49ers can't do it. If they turn the ball over, if they make mistakes, if they you know have penalties, if they have missed blocks um, consistently, not here and there, those things are going to happen, then they're going to lose this game. If if they can go out there and execute at a high level, don't put the ball on the ground, win the turnover battle, um, execute on the plays they need to, convert third downs, they're going to win this football game. They're talented enough to beat the Rams. I know the Rams have all the talent in the world. I just have that much belief in the roster that's been built here. I see it from top to bottom. And uh, they're going to have to go out and execute. And somebody's going to have to step up as that third wide receiver, um, whether that's Trent Sherfield or Jawan Jennings or whoever that is, Travis Benjamin. Somebody's going to have to step up and change the game. And I think some of it might be Travis Benjamin. He might be out there to take the top off. We'll see what happens. But play clean, stay fresh, win this game. Oh, my. Oh, I gave you a sneak peek yeah, at mine because mine's the right stuff. Donald and uh, Von Miller there against the right side of the O-line. Uh, and it builds completely off yours because yeah. part of staying so fresh and so clean, which is what I was going to say before uh, Mr. Editor Guy over there <laughs> clicked on the wrong button and sent us to the wrong scene, uh, that, that's part of it. That's that's half the battle is being able to keep that pocket clean for Jimmy Garoppolo against, uh, against that formidable pass rush. Now, we don't 100% know if Von Miller is going to be good to go. He's still dealing with the ankle stuff. But we do know that Aaron Donald is a man that exists he's pretty <laughs> solid he's pretty good he might be more than a man uh, he might be more dude he's he's uh he's something he's a he's a he's a dude let's just put it that way that's the beast. nicest way i can put it uh he is he is a dude um and this dude has been known to wreck shop against countless offensive linemen i mean i can think back to last year against the cowboys where he was literally throwing throwing cowboys offensive linemen like they were Howls that he had just got finished to use in the locker room and was throwing him into the bin. Like he just he just throws things around. He's like the Trent Williams of of the line on the defensive side of the football. We've seen Trent Williams toss guys around like they don't exist. That's what that's what Donald does. Um, and you got big question marks in Aaron Donald, and, and not in Aaron Donald, but in Daniel Brunskill. I mean, he is not not played well in this last game against Arizona. There were some moments. There's moments where Brunskill looks great and looks solid. Especially him and Compton sometimes picking up on on stunts and handing guys off to one another. That was great. But then there's moments where you know he's got an inside he's got inside leverage and, and you know he, guys giving an inside move and he goes to make contact and gets a nice swim move or rip across his face going to the outside and gets toasted and, and Jimmy's got two and a half seconds to get rid of the football before he's going to get smacked. Um, those aren't good. Uh, Aaron Donald is better than the interior guys that he just faced. Against Arizona. Really? Yeah. No so that's, way. that's a problem, man. That's that's a big question mark. And then there's an even bigger question mark with Mike McGlinchey being out. Uh, and if it's Von Miller out there and you got Tom Compton rolling out there in space, 
I, I have to imagine that that Von Miller is going to win. Maybe not every play, not not even. I'm not even going to say 50 percent of the time, but he's going to win more than he should. And that's a problem for the pocket. That's a problem for Jimmy. That's a problem for the pass game. Being able to take shots downfield and have the time, being able to do things like that, that allows your secondary, if you're the Rams, to be a little more aggressive on these middle crossers and take things away that Kyle Shanahan likes to do with his offense and take away guys that they want to go to in space, um, which means it's even more predicated on the guys who don't have bracket coverage or aren't running middle of the field to win on routes. Um, you know, that and you're down a guy in Muhammad Sanu that's been consistently winning and when you put him in one-on-one situations. You know, there's a lot of question marks with the offense in terms of what you can do, how you can attack. Um, the good news is, is that, you know, there were some bright spots from Brunskill. There were some bright spots from Tom Compton. Um, and it still could be Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore still could be the guy that goes out there. Um, but we don't know with certainty. And because we don't know with certainty, it's a question mark. It's something that we have to be watching. It's something that Kyle Shanahan is definitely thinking about. This, this O-line is thinking about. Brunskill 100% knows. Um, you know, Brunskill's not definitely not watching the film of the last game and being like, man, I played swell. What a day I had. He's watching that and going, hey, remember when Coach kept saying all these comments the last few weeks about how eventually Aaron Banks is going to have to? I wonder why he's making those comments. Oh, that's why. That's why right there. Um, with Brunskill, I mean, it really comes down to technique issue. Um, so they can correct that this week. I mean, he was reaching. He was lunging on guys that were inside, and then they were looping around to the outside, and his lateral you know, quickness wasn't enough. But you can fix that. And some of the same things with Tom Compton. I mean, he got beat inside a couple times by Chandler uh, Jones, but it was technique issues. He wasn't, you know, getting inside and leaning. He was getting his weight outside, and they were able to make the movement inside. Um, so there are little technique things that Chris Forster can work on during the week and fix. However, I mean, it is a, it's a tall order. I mean, it's going to be a little bit easier if it's just Aaron Donald. But the Rams present so many problems because they got Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey can go out there and lock down your best receiver, mm -hmm. and then they can bracket somebody else. So you're going to need a third guy to step up. The only good news we have for the 49ers is if they decide to take away somebody like Brandon Ayuk with Jalen Ramsey and, and bracket Debo Samuel, that means George Kittle's in a favorable matchup. That means Kyle Juszczyk is in a favorable matchup. True. They have other weapons that they can use and utilize, and that's what you have to take advantage of. And part of it is when you get Von Miller and you get Aaron Donald out there, run at him. I mean, don't run away from them. Run at them. Make them beat you consistently. Um, sometimes it's not always the best idea to run away from the best players, but to run right at them sometimes and put yourself in good situations. Use Aaron Donald's aggressiveness. Use Von Miller's aggressiveness against them. Let them come up the field, trap them, hit them with fullback whams, um, take advantage of that, and then you know run off of that. So there's going to be cool situations for the 49ers to attack. I don't think this is as daunting as like you know, it's like a doomsday situation. There are there are areas where the 49ers can target these guys, but it's difficult. They got a lot of really good players, a lot of fast players. And, you know, when you whenever you have three premier players on defense, it's going to be hard. Hopefully Von Miller doesn't play. I'm just going to say it. Hopefully he doesn't. Um, I don't want that issues. I don't want Jalen Moore having to go against him in his first week. And I all and I obviously don't want to see um, Tom Compton going against him because that's a real mismatch. But um, the 49ers know what they have to do. They'll probably hit a little bit with the horizontal offense early in this game. Try to get the ball out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hands quickly. Now, if the Rams come out and do what the other teams have done and go five, six, you know, guys at the line of scrimmage, then Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have opportunities to get rid of the ball, and this offensive line is going to have to hold up uh, just for a little bit just longer. Just a little bit. Just a little we'll, bit. We'll see if Brunskill can continue what he has done against Aaron Donald in the past and how much help they give to him from Alex Mack. That's going to be a, it's going to be a big question. Um, you know, that's the only, I guess that's the only big question in this game is that he has been consistently the Aaron Donald stopper. So if he's that guy, if he recaptures that form, then I have I have 
No words. <laughs> I have absolutely no words if we see elite Daniel Brunskill show up against Aaron Donald again for what would be what now, the third or fourth consecutive time that we've seen yeah. it? He's a he's a mystery wrapped inside of an enigma wrapped in a burrito. That's... Sometimes it's matchups, right? Yeah. Certain guys just have certain guys' number. You see this a lot of times in baseball, True. where a pitcher, I mean, he's not that good, but he'll have like one of the best hitters in the league that he, he just, completely confuses. Yeah. Just has his number. Yeah, he just has his card. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the case. Uh, we'll we'll find out. <laughs> We're gonna find out Monday night. Uh, You're I'm not just wrong. Hoping that is the case, and it's not the. The, the the case where Aaron Donald returns to form, finds out who Debo is. Oh God, I, I don't. Let's just don't know who Debo Samuel is, right? Yeah. Just just forget about him again. McVeigh, Rams, just don't need to know. It's fine. Let Debo go off. Let the 49ers offense get going. Aaron Donald does absolutely nothing. That would be best case scenario for the 49ers and a recipe for a big fat win for the 49ers at a very much needed time. Uh, but look, you know, that's the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball with the potential return of Dre Greenlaw looming and lingering. It's going to be coming either this week and we're going to get it Monday night or you're going to get it the week after probably in de- definitely. Um, the nice part about the Monday night game is you have extra time for Dre to be healthy and ready to go. Um, but that should help a lot of things with the defense. It should definitely help Fred Warner because Fred Warner, as we've been talking about, as you've been pointing out, as we've been pointing out in the All-22 film, has been playing a lot. He's worn a lot of different hats for the defense. Um, he has taken over the Eric Armstead role of last year of basically being asked to do what's best for the team, not necessarily what's best for you, and he's still thriving. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he is. Drake Greenlaw is going to be a nice addition um, if he's back, and he'll really help Fred Warner out a lot. Uh, Fred's been doing a multiple multiple, multiple roles and a multitude of things on the field that um, you know he's been asked to do because of the weaknesses at the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago was the one that was the most evident because it was basically him out there with uh, a safety and a special teams guy. Um, and he went ahead and he took care of business and he, and he did a very good job. And um, he's, he's been carrying that linebacker group and it'll be nice to get them full strength again because we haven't really seen it except Detroit and they played very well at Detroit. Um, and that was even when Dre wasn't 100%. So um, getting these guys full full speed 100% with this defensive line and the way that they've been operating recently. They've been playing good. Uh, the front seven could you know could do a lot of damage to the Rams if they stop this you know Rams running game early in the game. It'll afford them the opportunity to stay in this game and maybe give Jimmy Garoppolo extra opportunities uh, you know, to get ahead of Los Angeles. Um, it's cur- it'll be curious. It'll be interesting. It's on Monday Night Football. Fortnite's used to play good in prime time. I don't know if they do anymore. Uh, it's at home, which is a little worry, worrisome. I kind of wish it was in Los Angeles at this point. I really do. I, I think <laughs> I think, I think that is uh, not wrong, especially since they played a preseason game already in SoFi. They're familiar with the stadium. You got you to win in that preseason game as well. Yeah, if you're the 49ers right now, home doesn't necessarily feel like home yet, but they can turn that all around. And like you've been talking about, right? This is the second half of the season now. Let's forget about everything that's happened. Let's forget about the losing streak at home. Let's forget about all of those things. Start fresh. Monday night, prime time, show the world who we really are. Let's go do it with the guys that we have in this locker room, um, and, and let's get it done. Let's, why not? Why not us? Why not this moment? Uh, this would be the best moment for them to step up and show in a big way the team that we can be going forward the rest of the season. 100%. I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to go out and win, out, win the games that are ahead of you, and this is a big one. I know it's a divisional rival, but you need to go out there and you need to win because you got to put your best foot forward, and you need to make sure you have an opportunity to get into the playoffs. And if you're still sitting – you know, one game out of the playoffs after this game, you still have to feel like you're, I mean, yeah, you're not happy with your position because you're, you have a losing record, but you're still, you know, in a, in a potential spot to make the playoffs. And all you're looking for is one shot, right? One, one ticket, what one opportunity. chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Eminem will say, you know, you got one everything shot. you ever wanted yeah. in one moment. Vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti.
mom's yeah. spaghetti yeah no this is this is their this is their uh lose yourself moment time to lose yourself in the moment san francisco coming out of this with a big win defense needs to step up in a huge way and one way ant that they can do that my key matchup for the defense uh turnovers guys C- create the turnovers gotta be balling i love that slide and i absolutely do they, got, they gotta be balling um you gotta capitalize you gotta capitalize when you force quarterbacks into bad decisions and they make they make mistakes capitalize catch the ball turn right intercept turn it over the guy is holding the ball loosely in space and we punch the ball out the ball's lying on the ground we're diving on it for a loose ball come up with that football um, this this is one of the things that they can course correct a little bit because it's something that hasn't gone their way. Now, granted, there have been some crazy bounces and things happening that you know resulted in the ball going you know hitting the turf and going right back into the the player's hand who fumbled it. And then me going, can this really keep happening? Can this just continually happen game in game out? Uh, and then there's been times where it's just been us. It's just botched situations where the ball hits you in the hands and you don't come away with it. It's like oh, we gotta you gotta fix that. Um, but all of those things can be fixed. They they can be done. You know, the, the hard part is creating the turnover opportunities. It's not necessarily capitalizing. That's supposed to be the easy part, capitalizing part. They've had plenty of turnover opportunities. In fact, if you if you have all the turnover opportunities that you have against the Colts, if you capitalize on those, it's a big win. Um, you know, this last week, if Fred Warner jumps on this football and they don't they're not able to kick that field goal, it changes the momentum of that game. They go into the halftime up 17-7. It's potentially 14-10. It's potentially 10-10 going into halftime. Or excuse me. Yeah. No. 14-10. going into halftime if you're able to just get one more score. Um, so there's a lot of chances. A lot of opportunities for the 49ers. They've had chances. Norman's punched balls out. I mean, their opportunities are plentiful. It's just time to start capitalizing on those. Taking those almost, those what ifs, those, those ifs and buts, and turning them into... 100% certainties. We know that we have this. It's our football now. Let's go score some points. Uh, winning the turnover battle is pivotal for the 49ers. Um, it doesn't matter who they play. They need to win the turnover battle. Right now, they're, they're negative, and they need to be plus. Um, they need to win this, and they need to win it in a big way. And you're right. They need to start capitalizing on these opportunities. You know, balls you know, right out there with your four guys around. you got to be able to come up with it. I think you know, they, they are hurrying to the football. So it's not an effort thing where they're not hurrying. They're waiting around. Um, but right now, this is just not optimist, you know, or opportunist. Um, they need to be like Edge, the ultimate opportunist. They need to go out there and make plays. And Josh Norman does afford them some of those opportunities as a guy that likes to punch the ball away. Uh, Fred Warner as well, you know, likes to hit people. But this week it was Nick Bosa that, you know, got the ball on the ground. So it's not that they're not trying. It's not for lack of effort. It's just lack of actually getting it done. Um, so put an emphasis on it. And I, I think they will. I think they've probably been practicing it. Um, because that's something that they know they need to improve. And this has been an issue with the 49ers defense in the past. They had years where they didn't have turnovers. And then 2019 happened where they had a lot of turnovers. True. And a lot of that happens from flying around and imposing your will on the offense, dictating the, you know, the tempo of the offense and not letting the offense dictate the tempo to you. The last few weeks, it feels like the offenses have been dictating the tempo. So the 49ers need to take that back. They need to go out there and force the offense's hand, make them make decisions, make them make quick decisions, and then capitalize when they make mistakes. Agreed. Hopefully they can get out there and get it done because winning <clears> the turnover <throat> battle um, would mean the 49ers have a very good opportunity to beat the Rams and get out of there with a win. 100% Ant. What's yours? Your key matchup? Um, my offensive key matchup is going to be the defense against third down. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> look at that stick, Ant. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. I love that yeah, stick. Yeah, it has to be um, the 49ers defense against third down because against the Bears – 
And then this last week against the Cardinals, the 49ers just failed consistently to get off the field on third. They couldn't do it. Early on in the season, the D'Amico Ryans, would, you know, when he had Jimmy Ward and he had those guys, was running a lot of cover one. And he was running the man across the board with the safety over the top True. and letting these guys take away these plays running press <laughs> and and making, you know, making them get around the pass rush. The pass rush was able to get home. They didn't have as much time. Um, but all those things have changed over the last couple of weeks. And it really started with the Bears game where they just let Justin Fields around the field. Uh, it was annoying. It was frustrating I to liked, watch. I liked that. Yeah. The sound effects. The were... sound effect. You're, you're welcome. Uh, and then, you know, this last week, they did a little bit of a, a different job and attacked it a different way. Um, but there were still some of the same results because you had missed tackles. Um, blitzing on third down sometimes didn't work out in your in your favor. I thought D'Amico Ryan's had a fair game. I didn't think it was a bad game because I thought there was also times where he called, you know, run blitzes and stuff that absolutely blew up plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't terrible, but they need to get off the field on third down. They need to start forcing some punts, give their offense some more opportunities. Uh, because if they do, then number one, they're not going to be on the field as long. But number two, their offense is going to produce more points. Right? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's crucial. It's vital. It's vital. It's one of the more important aspects of this game is third down, getting off the field. Um, you know, and one of the ways that you can do that is by helping yourself on first downs. I mean, we saw it on the film. Yeah. Constantly giving up extra yards, guys falling forward for two, three extra yards when you have them down and wrapped up for a short gain or no gain. Um, so the tackle for losses, you know, studying up at the line of scrimmage, all those things are important. The missed tackles, they got to clean some of that up. You know, I'm I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is, is that you're going to have a guy, a lot of guys looking at themselves and what they did and just the technique that they were using, you know, the some of the arm tackle stuff that we saw, get their head in front, you know, wrap up, grab some cloth, find a way to get those guys down in space. Um, you know, th- this team's hungry. They're, they're going to be hungry. They know how close they are. Um, and it just seems like you just keep coming up a little bit shorter and a little bit shorter. And while some teams, Ant, when that happens, right, starts mounting and it starts piling up and it just feels like you're never going to get over that hump. While some teams do that, other teams find a way to overcome, right? Other teams find a way to to claw and fight their way through. And the way the 49ers defense finished that football game against the Arizona Cardinals makes me think that they're not done fighting yet. Not not quite yet. They're not ready to to turn turn their nose up on the season and turn their nose up on the team, turn their nose up on the D coordinator, turn their nose up on the organization and just call it quits, blow it up. We want it blown up. They're not there. Um, some of the fan base maybe, some some people, the loud ones maybe out here saying, hey, it's time to start dealing all these pieces and all this other nonsensical stuff that's going on. This team knows they're one game out of playoffs. This team knows they're a few plays away from turning their fortunes and and, you know, quieting all the nonsensical noise out there. Why not this week, man? Why not this week? Why not? Why? I mean, that's the key, right? Why not? Um, there's there's no reason that you don't feel comfortable going against the Rams as far as you know what to expect yep. uh, schematically, mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. Um, so you at least have that understanding. And, you know, the 49ers are at a peculiar point in the season where they understand that their season could tip one way or the other. I know a lot of people think it's already tipped on the way down, but in a player standpoint, in a coach's standpoint, it hasn't because you're one game out of the playoffs. And that's really what it's about. It's about getting into the dance. Uh, do you want to be three and five? No. But do you want to have an opportunity to be able to play in the postseason? Yes. And you're in that position right now. But the only way you stay in that position is by winning football games. Correct. So you got to get out there and attack. You got to get out there and play loose, free. Um, don't feel tense. Get out there and make something happen. And I think if they do that, they're going to have an opportunity to, um, you know, have a very good game against the Los Angeles Rams.
Agreed with you there, Ant. Agreed with you there. And it starts with something you said earlier, Ant, which is take it one play at a time, right? Not try and do it all in one play. Don't be necessarily extremely bold with what you're doing <laughs> on the football field. Don't make the mistakes that we're about to make right now because, Ant, it's time for wow. That's that's bold. Wow, that's really bold. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! 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 It's really bold! It's wow, that's bold, where we bring you bold predictions. Bold takes, I guess, uh, if you want to call them takes. Well, yeah. They're predictions, and They're predictions for the 49ers in this game against the Rams. We're going to start on the offensive side of the football. We're going to go to the man in the beautiful 1-4. Totally Ray Worshing jersey, not anything else. It's Jalen Hurd. 100% Jalen I, I don't. I don't really care if people know. I love it, and yeah, I love it. I'm a Jalen Hurd stan. He does. How you like them apples? He does. Yeah. I would say sip, but I don't want to get us banned, so go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm, def I'm definitely not that. I'm a stan. Stan, I like uh, it. But like anyways, it. Uh, yeah, my, my Wild That's Bold, it, it, just so everyone knows, last week I came really close on the Wild That's Bold. Stupid close, I wanted Brian. I thought Brian Nick was going to have two touchdowns. He had one. And I thought that Eric Armstead was going to have two and a half sacks, and he ended up having one because they took the other one away um, Those son of from the penalty, which Those he shouldn't have got. So I'm going to go ahead and say he had two. So I came up a half short there. Uh, Brandon doesn't quite get the touchdown the it, second one. It, so. In terms of in terms of wow, that's bold predictions. You hit both sides of the football. Uh, hit my hat it, to it, you, it, good, sir. It, it was a it was good, good week. Yeah, the only thing that I thought was that they were going to win, and they they failed me. Yikes. Um, but I decided that you know what, I just got to take this up a notch. I got to go really bold. Um, it, it it's going to be a good one, and I'm going to have to read this because it's kind of long. Oh my! But I've got some touchdowns this week, and I I said plural touchdowns. I got George Kittle with a touchdown. Okay. Debo Samuel. Okay. Brandon Ayuk. Okay. Elijah Mitchell. Okay. And Kyle Juszczyk, all with touchdowns. Five tutties? Five touchdowns. Five tutties? Five from touchdowns. Five different players? From five different people. That is bold. Yes. That is bold. And I might look like a complete pooper show next week. Maybe, but, and, but here's the thing, right? The cutback crew, you know, they, they, maybe they're feeling a little wonky about what's going on, but they, they do love Wow That's Bold. They now, do. Some of the faithful that comes in here, maybe Wow That's Bold's not their favorite segment and they're pointing and laughing at you right now, And but you know what? I'm like going to make I'm gonna make them all feel better. I'm going to make them all feel better. Psych! I'm going to do the exact opposite <laughs> of that because you know what? Coming into this, Ant, I had a Wow That's Bold of Jeff Wilson with two tutties. That was. That's pretty bold. Pretty bold statement. Is bold, yeah. Jeff Wilson didn't have a touch last week, and even though he was suited, uh, was nowhere near close to getting into the football game. And I realized something, as you said that you had something that was a little long-winded. Not bold enough. Ooh. It's it's not. It's just not bold enough, and so you know what? I'm gonna take it up a notch. Elijah Mitchell, he's gonna have one of those touchdowns that you talked about, Ant. But you know what else he's gonna have? 200 plus yards of all purpose yardage for the 49ers as a receiver and a running back because they're going to be paying so much attention to Debo Samuel, so much attention to Brandon Ayuk, so much attention for George Kittle. The 49ers are going to utilize all the overcorrections they saw last week with Arizona, something that the Rams are going to learn from with their linebacker movement. They're going to use that in some of the counter game, gap scheme, the running game is going to get their play action stuff is going to be there. And Elijah Mitchell is going to have himself 200 plus yards all purpose on top of Jeff Wilson's two tutties, and if you have your five touchdowns, and that's a grand total of seven touchdowns for the San Francisco 49ers, which would be absolutely bonkers. And if we somehow manage to lose that football game, every 49ers fan is throwing themselves off the Golden Gate Bridge. If they score seven touchdowns, they're not losing that football I game. agree with you on that. I, I agree <laughs> with you on that. 
I can see my bot dog's best friend down there. They'll never score seven touchdowns, and if they do, they'll still find a way. They'll to be it. lucky to score seven points. Uh, <laughs> if this was certain podcasts that we go on occasionally, then you they, that would be a take that they have. And, but look, from bold on offense to bold on defense, because it's not just one side of the football here. It's two sides of the football. And in all honesty, in season three, maybe we'll add the third aspect of this as well. Special teams, that's for another time and another Another season of the Warriors Comeback Podcast on defense for me, Ant. Fred Warner's been getting slander. We don't talk about Fred Warner enough here on this show. While that's bold segment, Fred Warner doesn't get enough love because we're going bold with other places. And you know what? I'm done. I'm done with it. We're going Fred Warner today. I had Fred Warner like two weeks ago. That's true. You had, you had Fred Warner two weeks ago. That's true. I haven't had Fred Warner all season. <laughs> but that changes today, Ant. It changes today. Okay. Because Fred Warner is going to have one sack. He is going to have two pass defense. He is going to have two tackles for loss. And he's going to have an INT. Originally, it was going to be a pick six. And I thought to myself, can we predict eight touchdowns for the 49ers? I'm not going to go that bold, but he will have a pick. He's going to have himself one heck of a stat line. And those two tackle for losses, by the way, 11 tackles total for Fred Warner. He's going to have himself a monster of a day. I love that. I love that. And to carry off of that, um, my well, that's bold. It's, it's not crazy bold, but the way the 49ers defense have played this year, it could be considered crazy bold because the 49ers defense is going to create two turnovers in this game. Ooh. And I believe the 49ers win the turnover battle um, by not turning the ball over and then causing two turnovers for the Rams. 2-0 in the positive fortune um, leads to, according to us now, eight touchdowns for the 49ers. Well, no, it's still seven. I took the oh, Fred seven, Warner pick six seven, away. Yeah. I took the Fred Warner pick six away. It's fine. Yeah. It's still seven total touchdowns. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of tutties, Ant. That's a that's a bunch of tutties. P- please, yeah, please. I'll take it. I know the defense will take it. D'Amico Ryan's would love seven touchdowns against this Rams O, and I know Kyle Shanahan would love to score seven touchdowns against this Rams D. Hundred percent. Yes. Wouldn't. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Uh, but from bold predictions, we got to make our picks in the NFC West and a little bit of the NFC because the Niners are playing the Rams. So we got an additional game on the docket. Uh, Steve's had himself one heck of a week a few weeks ago. Ant. He uh, he did himself a nice service there with an undefeated week. Climb a little bit closer. Not so much. Not so much this past week. Struggled a little bit. See what he has to say. Who he's going to be picking. But Ant, uh, it's time for lock it up. <laughs> yeah, from four and zero to zero and four wasn't great for Steve's last week. I can I can tell you that was the first time in actually in lock it up history, and or anyone anyone that's ever participated has gone four and zero and immediately zero and four. Looks like you got a little uh, head of the skis there. Yeah, Mister Four and O to Mister O and Four, Mister Perfect um, to Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, and he went straight from Mister Perfect and then also Roman Reign style <laughs> acknowledge me on Twitter um, videos. It's true. Um, to yeah, acknowledge that he had the worst week in the history of uh, Lock It Up. It's and, been a it's been from second place and sole possession of second down to third. Yeah, <laughs> just snap of the um, finger. Not exactly consistent. No, not he's a not, boomer bust. Eh, boomer bust prospect, man. <laughs> boomer bust prospect. He's like a he's like a flex in fantasy football. Yeah. You, you don't want to have to play, but you know on those bye weeks you have to. But look, you and I, uh, not a great week either. One nope. and three for us. Uh, same thing for the cutback through. One and three. Horse had the best week of all last week. Had a solid five hundred at two and two. Um, terrible week for picking football games and just just terrible. 
Um, it's, a, it's a week where the casino makes all of its money back because of all the bets that just did not pan out. Everything went to the house last week. No one that you thought was going to win was going to win. Um, and now we're we're trying to, you know, get our groove back, get our rhythm back with our picks. And stave off the horse. You got to stave him off. He's clawing. He's fighting. I was victorious last year by one game. We're, we're both one game up currently. We are. One game up currently. Well, let's we're, see. We're currently crossing the finish line together with... With gripped hands. <laughs> it's true, as we as we struggle to the finish. Uh, look, this is another week, though, with some games where it looks like you got some solid choices, except for maybe a couple of games um, yeah. in terms of what you got there. So let's let's start with the with the very first game uh, on the docket, and we got to talk about this Atlanta Falcons team and their matchup this week. They're coming off of a a big, huge, I mean, gigantic astronomically big week for the Atlanta Falcons uh, did something that uh, we just had no faith in. Uh, neither one of us thought that they were going to be able to pull off what they pulled off because despite everything that's going on, their offense has been absolutely incompetent uh, basically for, for all of this year um, and no Calvin Ridley. They still find a way to get it done, do just enough, but the Dallas Cowboys are a different monster. Although the Dallas Cowboys are coming off of a disappointing week. We saw what a Steve's went with. Where are you at? I am looking at this game. Number one, it's a big, it's big impact for the 49ers because if Atlanta loses, um, what? No matter if the 49ers win or lose, they're you know they keep kind of pace, right? If these teams lose, the 49ers keep pace in the playoff hunt. That's why this is a pivotal game. Um, yeah, they had a surprising win last week where they beat the Saints. The Saints are going with their third string quarterback, not really working out. They're not going to see a third string quarterback this week. They're going to see Dak Prescott. Um, so that's a different animal entirely. I think the Falcons team is is okay. I think it's decent. And I think the Cowboys team has potential to be a lot better, but they didn't show up last week against Denver. Um, so that leaves some questions, but not enough questions for me to pick the Falcons. I got the Cowboys winning this game 24-17. That's uh, this is a solid pick. Ant, this is, this is a solid pick. Cutback crew agrees with you there. 64% going with the Cowboys. A horse agreed with the Azorian one and you yourself. And um, yeah, yeah, the Cowboys let me down last week in a survivor pick league. I picked the, the Dallas Cowboys. Win. Oh, so you got eliminated. I got eliminated. I was there's only two teams left. He, the other guy picked Kansas City over Green Bay. I lost out on a lot of money. It was very, very depressing. Dallas, how could you? Um, this is what I guess I guess this is what I get for picking against the boys when money's on the line, or picking for the boys when the money's on the line, but it's fine. I'm gonna go with the boys this week. Uh Atlanta is a different team. Um, not necessarily having all their weapons, all their pieces. Um, and the Cowboys are definitely gonna be hungry and want to embarrass. I mean, it was an embarrassing loss. They're gonna want to avenge that loss. Um, it just was not pretty. It was the, the opposite of pretty. I feel your pain. The Cowboys and Tony Romo once uh, lost me a $5,000 gift certificate to uh, Best Buy as well. I remember this. Yep. Tony Romo. Oh, all I got to do is hold the snap. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that, dang, uh, that dang Tony Romo, man. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> that, that, that guy. That guy sometimes. Great, great announcer, but holding of the, of the Here snaps. Here we go, on. Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Ant. We're going to pick another game. All right, so we got uh, the Arizona Cardinals up next. They're coming off of a big win, obviously, against the San Francisco 49ers. Darn you, Cardinals. Darn you. Um, but they got themselves a little bit of a a lighter matchup, Ant. A little bit of, a, yeah. of an easier... Well, I mean, I don't want to say necessarily easier. The Carolina defense is formidable for the most part all season long. But they're going to be rolling with the backup quarterback with Darnold being out now for, I think it was four to six weeks. So... Where are you at? Can PJ Walker, AAF superstar, lead 
the Carolina Panthers with Christian McCaffrey to a big fat win over a Cardinals team that's got one loss on the season and is just trying to stave off, you know, the 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 dogs, right? The dogs until their bye week. No. Um, and I think that one thing that everyone needs to realize is now I'm now the Fourniers have played the Cardinals twice. I'm now a huge Cardinals fan. Um, because I want the Cardinals to lay waste to everyone that they play, especially them. anyone in the NFC. Um, force them to lose. Some of the Fourniers have a better opportunity to make the playoffs. But yeah, I, I think the Fourniers can beat the Cardinals in the playoffs. I think that's. I'm not worried about them going to their home away from home in Arizona. So Arizona, go get the best record. I think it's a good situation for the Fourniers. Uh, do you think the Fourniers and I think Arizona really wants to see San Francisco again? I would doubt it. Not if they start playing well. You so. don't want to. You don't want to see a team a third time, especially if they're able to put it together down the stretch especially and get in. They're comfortable playing in your home. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I got I got Arizona win this game, twenty-seven to twenty. I I'm just saying that maybe it takes Kyler a little bit to get comfortable, but I don't think that there's any chance that you know the Panthers get this thing going. Um. And and they lose, but I give them a little bit of Christian McCaffrey time where McCaffrey makes a couple plays on <laughs> Arizona. But I am curious to see also the matchups with Isaiah Simmons and those linebackers against Christian McCaffrey. You know what I just realized, and I didn't give a score prediction for the Cowboys game. I, I totally biffed yeah, on you it. you didn't. Uh, mine was going to be 31-17 to 17 was going to be mine for that game. Uh, Arizona, Christian McCaffrey, I think that you're going to have a creative reliance um, on the run game, and Brady is going to do a good job of getting Christian McCaffrey involved in a lot of ways, and he's going to make some plays. Arizona's defense at times is is prone to you know giving up some gashing runs and things of that nature i think you're going to see a similar game plan and strategy executed that we saw against san francisco with how many guys are sticking up in the line of scrimmage and doing things of that nature uh but christian mccaffrey is an elite running back in this league he's gonna have some success that's going to help them stay in this game early but not late they score 17 the carolina panthers do um get out to a 7-0 lead but never really able to do much else after that. Arizona Cardinals are able to put up 28, and you have a 28, 28, the 17 football game for Arizona. Like a it. nice, solid win here at this point of the season. Uh, the cutback crew agreed 60% of them forced going with Arizona as well, and you you saw the Azorian one, um, you know, from 4-0 to 0-4, Ant. We got two similar picks so far. Could he go from 4-0 to 0-4 to 4-0? It's possible. Possible. Got some some games on there, although, you know, there's some 49ers fans watching this right now going, 49ers, so for the Rams, no way he's going to lose at least that when he goes 3-1 and one at best. What if he picks the Rams? Well, no, they've already seen oh, his pick. Oh, they've seen they, his They've pick. seen his pick. They, you know whose picks Ooh. they haven't seen? These guys Ooh. right here, or the horse, or or technically the cutback crew, although the cutback crew is a very easy one to find. You just go to the poll on the That's community true. page. 100%. But look, so they know two of the of the picks for the 49ers game, but Ant, we yeah, got yeah. one more game. We got okay. one more game before we get to San Francisco in the Monday night primetime matchup. You have Seattle against Green Bay. The return of Russell freaking Wilson. Aaron Rodgers most likely going to be coming back into the fold as well for the Green Bay Packers. Where are you at on this? Steve's is going with Green Bay. He has faith Rodgers is going to be good to go. Are you there? Or even with Rodgers, do you think that Russ Magic Wilson can get it done? It definitely does make a difference if Rodgers is playing. If if Rodgers is not playing and this is love, uh, Seattle Seahawks are probably going to win this football game. If Aaron Rodgers is playing, I believe that the Green Bay Packers are going to beat Seattle. I don't think Seattle's defense is good enough. I think Russ will help, and he'll make it a, a way more competitive game. It's in Lambeau, um, but I still think that Aaron Rodgers can win this game. they got a good running game. They got Overall, they got it going pretty well. Um, so I'm going to go with the Packers in this one, 31-24. 
I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, Cutback Crew, 79%. They agree with you. Horst agrees with you. Azorian, one agrees with you. I agree with you, Ant. I have to believe that Aaron Rodgers... Mike LaFleur is sitting over there right now, and he's like, under no circumstances is Jordan Love going out there against the Seattle Seahawks at this point of the season. You think he's telling Blake Bortles to warm up? You get that arm ready, Blake, because <laughs> I don't know if we want to go back to Jordan Love after that performance. Um, it was not good. It was not great. Um, I know there's some Packers fans that are like, you know, the world is nigh. Aaron's leaving in the offseason, and we got this guy. And there's some people like, oh, it wasn't too bad for his first start against the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I kind of like it. He'll, he'll get there in, in time, right not in time. Not that bad. It's not that bad. With the fact that you say it's not that bad, that means it's probably that bad. Uh, but I'm not I'm not there. Aaron Rodgers is going. He's playing, um, especially after that loss. He's ready to show everybody in Green Bay, including the floor. This guy? This guy? Ah! <laughs> he's gonna go out there and torch it up and, and tear it up uh, i have the the green bay packers scoring 34 um and the you know russell wilson led seattle seahawks doing a very admirable job scoring 24 points so 34 24 green bay they get themselves well, we back in the, win the seahawks are going to score 24 i like that yeah, that's a good that's a good number it's a good number there for seattle i think i think russ opens up a lot of stuff for them obviously and it's russell freaking wilson he does some some crazy stuff so barring him coming back too early i think he's he's gonna light it up a little bit to an extent um, and now, Ant, the moment every cutback crew member has been waiting for, the moment every 49ers fan is waiting for. This is just a podcast of homers, some people are saying. May not be wrong about that. We love our football team here on the 49ers cutback. We don't tend to pick against them, Ant, even when things are staring at us blank in the face. And you know what? A lot of things staring us in the face right now. You know, three and five through the first eight games. Podcast of homers. Podcast of Homers. I've don't heard get, it. Don't give me a new tagline. Hey. Home, home of the Homers? <laughs> uh, look, uh, don't threaten me with a good time. Don't threaten me with a good time either, man. How dare us? How dare us? How enjoy, dare we be faithful? How dare us enjoy our team and <laughs> fulfill the moniker? <laughs> Want of, them to win? Fulfill the moniker of the franchise. How dare you win 49ers? It's, here's the thing, right? If this team had no talent, if this was like last season towards the end of the year where right. we started picking against the San Francisco 49ers because you're looking at the team and being like, no, it's just no, it's just probably not going to happen. Yeah, they're looking like I, the Washington Generals out there. Yeah, they were pretty bad. There's no talent. You didn't have the things necessary. It's not the case with this team. This, there's talent. Plentiful. It's everywhere. It's too early for all that. Or is it? <sighs> Oh, is it? it's looking like Thomas Sewell and Kelly. There's no difference, but they're talented. <laughs> but they're talented. Still one of the best rants, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He told that mean ocean, Ant. He told that mean ocean. But are you ready? Are you ready to tell that mean ocean, Ant, and turn full negative? You're going. You're going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. Is that where you're going with this? Are you going to be the guy that picks there? Because Not Horace, but Steve's. He's going faithful. He's st he's sticking faithful. Oh boy. Um, the deep breath. Yeah. The Jalen Hurd jersey. First off, hold on. Is the Jalen Hurd jersey has that all all day? You've been wearing this and all the recordings. And is this foreshadowing? Jalen Hurd done for the year. The 49ers are now done for the whoa, season. Whoa, 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 whoa. This was foreshadowing. Who was said Jalen Hurd was done for the year? Oh, everyone's saying it. Kyle Shanahan said he fears he may be. We may not see him this year. Correct. That is not saying he's done for the year. That's true, but a lot of people are just going to infer it. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. Are you foreshadowing? Is no. this a foreshadowing? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Um, and also, I'll just say this. Okay, number one, as painful as it is every week for me to pick the Seahawks or the Rams or any of them to win, 
Correct. It's even more painful to pick one of them to beat my team. Not happening. Let's go, baby! Absolutely not happening today. 49ers. Get that big go. yikes off the screen. Hey, you saw you saw the wow, that's bold. Five touchdowns for the 49ers. It's true. 49ers are winning this football game. Okay? And if I'm a homer, I'm a freaking homer and I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm going down with the ship. I'm at Kyle said Kyle's leading the flag. I'm right there on the bow with him. I'm saying charge. I got my pirate's knife. Whatever it takes. 49ers win this game. 38-32. Get it done in big fashion. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's I love go. it. Yeah. I love it. Cutback crew. 59%, huh? Faithful. <laughs> home of the faithful. <laughs> 59% against the Rams at home. Listen, I get it. I, I understand the frustrations and... And the, you know, this team can't get it done. I, I'm not going to hate on anyone that picks against them. I'll tell you that much. No, I won't hate against it either. Horse, though. Sticking with San Francisco. Oh, yeah, we're we, riding. We saw it, and uh, I'm not I'm not willing to go there yet. I've been saying this. I'm not willing to go there yet. I, I do feel a lot of the, the tension and the frustration. I, I get it. But every time I feel that tension and frustration start to mount, and we watch that All-22 film, man, I come right back down to earth. And just like things a handful of things and all of them are fixable and you have the talent to fix it you can get it done just execute just just execute yeah second half of the season new page i'm turning over a new page on san francisco i'm riding with my boys i'm riding with my team on monday night football ant 24 17 san francisco we're actually going for 38. I, I told you what's going to happen with all the touchdowns. Um, Get ready for it. We're, I'm, about to, we're about to blow up. I'm preparing, and I'm definitely... Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is about to throw for 400 yards. I'll... You're going to go. You go broke. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. 400 yards, 200 all-purpose for Elijah Mitchell. Get ready for it, Faithful. You're about to have an epic <laughs> offensive... Just absolute... The offense is going to go nuclear, Ant. Nuclear, <laughs> nuclear offense, and Trey Lance is uh, not going to be the guy leading the charge. It'll be Jimmy G. Hey, not yet, not yet. Coming soon, though. Yeah, definitely coming soon. Uh, Green Bay, lock it up, baby. It's always interesting. Oh boy, Almighty, lock it up is always, uh, always interesting, man. You go out, you go out swinging. That's I, what I'm doing. I'm throwing it. haymakers. I, that's what I want for my 49ers too. Let's go out there and throw some haymakers. No? Just a couple. Go take, a go take out one of the biggest guys in the yard. See what happens. Make yourself the big dog in the yard, mm -hmm. eh? Big dog, dog in the yard to start the second half of the season with some uh, nice, uh, nice uh, cupcakes coming up. Some nice teams that definitely, uh, definitely you can take advantage of. No cupcakes. No cupcakes in the NFL. No. You mean you mean on any given week the Jacksonville Jaguars could beat one of the best teams in football in the Buffalo Bills? Unfortunately, yes. Mm, dang, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and the Jaguars have been grinding, so that's why. Nothing but grinding, man. <laughs> nothing, nothing but grinding. You think uh, they got a coffee shop in, in their place called It's a Grind? <laughs> oh, man. Urban Grinders? <laughs> it's her favorite drill, Grinders. Oh, my gosh. You know, and there, things were kind of overblown there. Just, he lost the locker room. Things are just bad, you know. he's No one, no one respects. They seem to be playing hard for him. Yeah, maybe it brought them together, actually. You know, you never know. Sometimes situations like this bring a team together. Hey, coach, everybody makes mistakes. Hey, you know what, though? You. And, and, <laughs> hey, a team that laughs together stays together. So 
Uh, they found someone to laugh at. He unified them. He unified them through mis- through a mistake. Aunt, what a, what a yeah. shock! Sometimes that works out. Like Kyle Shannon, you need a girlfriend? Oh gosh! <laughs> Just kidding! Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just kidding! Oh, Just listen. kidding! It may work out in that situation down there, but that's not fit. that's not a situation fit for every team. It definitely would not work out. Kyle Shannon is not that kind of person. That's true. Too. Only Urban Meyer would be caught doing something like that. No comment. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I hope he gets ready because the foreigners are about to grind them to death when they play next a- week. Absolutely. But we're gonna focus on this week. We're gonna focus on the Rams. We're gonna focus on this Monday night matchup and what we got going on. Let us know what you thought about all of this down below in the comment section. Right now, what were your wild that's bold predictions? Did you like ours? Did you hate them? You're sick of us being homers. It's time for us to be more critical. I mean, I feel like we've been extremely critical of this football team, especially when warranted, Ant. Um, but we're just not willing to dive into conspiracy land and conspiracy world where Fred Warner is a bum, Nick Bosa is oblivious, doesn't know what he's doing, and Eric Armstead is an absolute scrub. Not there. I'll never I'll never get there. Well, if the film doesn't say it, I definitely ain't going to say it. True. Um, and the film definitely hasn't said that so far. Has there been mistakes? Has this team not lived up to expectations? Absolutely. Thousand. Do they still have the talent to win football games in this league? Yes, they do. Um, and until they don't, then why why would I not think they have the opportunity to win? Um, and yeah, I actually think they're going to win this week. And you can call me a homer if you want. Call me a homer every single week. I'm okay with that. Um, I'll I'll be chilling on the homer side, and at the same time, I'll be critical of the mistakes that they make and the opportunities that they don't take advantage of. Hold on a second. You mean to tell me that you can support your team? See the talent that this team has. Believes that each and every week they can come out and get a W, Ant, and still be critical of the football team and call out the mistakes and the, and the things they are doing correctly? 100%. Whoa, what a concept. What an idea. Someone needs to let some of the fan base know. Not all of the fan base, just some of the fan base, particularly the louder the louder portion. Although, Ant, I'm not going to lie. I feel like they're just going to shout it down anyway. It doesn't matter. Okay, keep shouting. And I'll, I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep being positive, keep rooting for my team, um, keep enjoying football season. Uh, you're not going to take the, the joy away from my football season. I don't care if the Niners, as long as they're out there and they're competing and they're playing hard, yeah, the losses suck, but um, you know the opportunity to win is still there, and I'm going to be behind them. I'm going to root for them, and until I'm going to root for every one of these players until they're not on my team, and then even some of them, I'll still root for some of them. So it's true. Um, I, it, there's a there's people behind those pads and helmets. It's they're not just you know objects, just things. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm a Niner fan through and through. That's how it's going to be. But I'm also going to be critical of it. And if you watch our all 22s, you know. Uh, that we can be critical of players uh, and situations at time. Uh, just call it how it is. How we uh, so we try and do things around here, Ant. Reasonable. Let the uh, let the let the objectivity reasonable. Flow, let the objectivity flow through us and try. Are try you sure to... people are reasonable? Some people are, are are definitely not able to have reason. They're not reasonable. You know, we do a lot of what we call what I like to call and what Viva Frey would call uh, un undumb takes. Here, Ooh, Ant. I like they're undumb. They're undumb. They're undumb takes. Um, other people really like the dumb dumb take, and you know what? If dumb dumb takes are your thing, you know where Enjoy to find them. them. Yeah. And if you if you are an undumb person, you know where to be right here on the 49ers Cutback. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell. Head on over to Patreon too if you want to do all of that fun stuff that Ant talked about. You want the all 22 film. You want Madden gameplays. You want fantasy football stuff. You just want additional extra content. Patreon's the place for you. Big Yikes was absolutely incredible this week. If you're not over on Patreon, you 100% missed out on one of the greatest You Tell That Mean Ocean segments, probably in Big Yikes history. 
um, that is going to be oh, really I would say difficult. for the best. Yeah, tell them in Ocean and Big Hack's history, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And the comments that we're getting are people absolutely loving it, enjoying it. Um, so it, it's been a fun, it's been a fun week. Even though the 49ers lost, we're still having a lot of fun, and it, it's okay to do that. Guess what? Football's supposed to be fun. Football fun? Yeah. You sure? Oh yeah. You sure? You having fun? I'm having fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're not gonna get me, Herman Boone. Um. Uh, yeah. Zero fun, sir. That's how some of the fan base feels. And you know what? I understand why it's been zero fun, sir, for some of you. But it can get better. This is the week where it could happen. We'll see you. We will see you right after this for the live stream. It's literally Grant Cohn and Jack Hammer in that video chat. <laughs> zero fun, sir. It really, it really was, Ant. Yeah. It really was. It's just glorious the imagery now. It's just I can't get out of my head. We'll see you for the live Q&A just after this. And until the next one, stay safe. Remember the right way. It, it is always, always the 49ers, 49ers way. way.